music ray god i'm paul chapinelli i am kirk pinchon this is the podcast where we pick a music related topic then we watch video clips about that topic and if you go to our website musicraygod.com you can check out our video playlist to watch all the clips we talk about on the show right kirk correct kirk yeah this is our 50th episode of Music Radio. 50 full episodes. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? No one believed in us. I assumed by this point we would be, like, we would have had a falling out. We <laughs> yep. would have fought about the show. And yep, the direction would of it. We would have ended the show and our friendship. Like the yep. Everly Brothers. <laughs> or or uh, the Fogarty Brothers and Creed is Clear. Oh, yeah, Bible, that's a good one. Or, that's a good Some one. other brothers. Some other beach boy. Other. Didn't the beach boy hate each other? Yeah, I don't know. I think Brian was just weird. Oh, that was it. Okay. Brian. Yeah. But we're everyone, not that. Everyone just hates Mike Love, I think. <laughs> That's right. There. Yeah. There's just there's no Mike Love in this. Yeah. No, no Mike Love. No, we're still going strong. The yes. show is better than ever. It's great. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Says we about our Says show. us about yeah. our show. Yeah. We're really good guys. God, this show is great. <laughs> I love I love music. <laughs> I love music. I love listening to music. Yeah. It's a good show. Uh, but for our 50th episode, we're not doing anything special. Every 10 episodes, we do a grab bag. Yeah, and that's and what we're that's doing. that's what we're doing. This is Grab Bag 5, baby. Oh, I can't believe it's Grab Bag 5. Yeah, for any new listeners, a grab bag is uh, a non-themed, no-topic episode. Just pulling shit from what we know and yeah. what we like. Usually, we set a topic and we choose videos based on that topic. When it's grab bag time, we each just choose five videos we want to talk about. It's that's, freedom. That's the theme. Yeah. Stuff we like. It's stuff we enjoy. So, uh, let's kick it off with something I chose. Okay. And uh, talk about Kundarin. Do you know Kundarin? No, I feel like I <laughs> should. I don't know why you would Kundarin. <laughs> Is an electric Finn Thai street band. Finn as in Finnish? Finn as in Finland? the traditional stringed Thai instrument that's sort of like a Thai guitar. Oh, okay. T-H-I-N. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't know anything about it. Uh, so this band record their Thai, and there was a video online a few years ago. It wasn't viral or anything, mm-hmm. but they just perform like at parties and parades where they're from. And someone put a video on YouTube of them in a parade. Okay. Just playing. And what they were playing was a cover of Zombie by the Cranberries. And uh, Oh my god. Music producer here in LA saw it, got his label to pay to fly him to Thailand so he could find them and give him a record contract. Holy shit. And they cut an album with these guys. That's amazing. And then so the label, uh, Innovative Leisure, put this video on YouTube that we're going to watch of them performing uh, a song that I guess is called Chuck Him. It looks like the way it's spelled, Chuck Him. And they've got, they're an electric fit band. So they've got sort of this like psychedelic rock, but traditional Thai music sound. Wow. I think at first you're going to be like, what the hell is I probably this? will. But I think after a minute, I think it'll be like, okay, I get it. All right. Uh, and also, there's there's no like set lineup to this group. Apparently, they're just it's just like whatever guys are playing. In it, <laughs> Whoever's group. available, yeah. Wow. Uh, and they're all wearing like traditional Thai farmers hats, and they're just shredded, man. I love this. <laughs> this will be interesting. Yeah. They're just playing outdoors, and they've got this huge speaker, little okay, portable yeah, yeah. PA. So when they march in parades, they carry this with them. Oh my god. And they just play. 
He's playing an electric fan over here. Okay. And then the guy in the far left is playing bass? Yep. Okay. Not what I expected. Don't hate it. I wow. wish the computer speakers could carry the bass better. Yeah. Because the bass is actually my favorite part of this group. It's like real thumpy. I think he's playing like flat wound strings because it reminds me almost of like a reggae bass. Oh, okay. But they'll just play at like street festivals and parties and stuff. It's uh, a lot of percussion in this. Yeah. There's a, a one bass player, two electric fin players, and like four drummers. Yeah. But that's not right. playing drum sets. Like one's got a bass drum, one's got, yes. you know, the. And one's got a snare in the in the high hat. Yeah. And then there's like a oh, there's two percussive guys because there's a guy playing like the bells, and then there's a guy that's playing some some. So there's basically five there's like one drum kit split between three. That's ex- yeah, yeah yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Fascinating. Yeah. This reminds me of like a Jimi Hendrix jam, like Third Stone from the Sun or something like that. <laughs> Where it's just going to be an extended jam yeah. of someone... I can but see not like jam band music. This comes yes. in at a tight three minutes. Yes. Not, yeah. I can, I can see someone being on shrooms digging this. Yeah. I'm not on drugs, but I dig it. <laughs> it's kind of cold medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Their speakers are fascinating. They've got like, I mean, it's so like lo-fi. The bass player's got the cool bass player stance. I was just thinking that he's yeah. got the he's got the left foot in front a little bit, a little hunched over. I wish they get a close up of him. I wish they get a close up on this fin instrument because I don't know what. It, oh, it's just one guy playing the fin. Uh, oh yeah, I guess this guy's got shakers. So there's like yeah. six percussion, one bass, and one fin. A fin is sort of like a mini guitar, and it only has like two or three strings. Why do I feel like I've seen that in the 80s, maybe? You probably have seen it. It's sort of like like pear-shaped or teardrop-shaped. It's bigger than a ukulele, but smaller than a guitar. I would love to have heard uh, Zombie by these guys. And they get compared to, like... A lot of people say, oh, it sounds like American psychedelic rock-influenced. But apparently they've never heard of that shit. Like, they're just... (laughs) Like, they're I don't know what you're talking their about. They're traditional music, but electrified. That I love that, where they're just like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. We, yeah. we're, we don't know anything about that. I mean, I'm sure they know some Western music, because they were playing Zombie by the Cranberries, yeah. but they're like, we don't know. We don't know like, psychedelic. Like, 60s psychedelic. Yeah. yeah, why would we know that? We're, right. from, we're younger and from Thailand. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that was cool. That, the way that I found that, because you ask what, me all the time, just and I have an answer that. for you. Yep. I found this recently. We've mentioned on the show before, Amoeba Music has their web series called What's in My Bag. Yes. Amoeba Music is a, a record store here in LA, and there's one in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Big-ass record store. Huge. On Sunset. And uh, so for their What's in My Bag web series, they'll have celebrities come in and basically mm-hmm. just shop. Yeah. And then sit down in front of the camera and show everything that they bought. And they had Jason Manzoukas do it. Oh, God, I love him. Well, I don't know how much you know about his background. 
Not too, I know he's from like uh, like Long Island or something. He's from like, Massachusetts. Oh, he's from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But when he went to school, he studied like theology and, and music and mm-hmm. religion. Oh my god. And he like traveled the world and watched like traditional like religious music ceremonies and stuff like that. So he he's a big music guy. And so for what's in my bag, he had a lot of like obscure like out marginal world music picks. Wow, that's yeah. uh, very unexpected. Uh, what, and he also had Gal Costa in there, which you already oh, know yeah. about Gal Costa. Yes, I do. And and one of the records he bought was uh, was Kuda Ridd's Electric Fit. And so you're like, well, if Jason likes, I'm going to look into it. Well, they showed a piece of this clip, oh, okay. and, and I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, I love how you discover stuff, Paul. Yeah. Wow. So that one, I for, well, it's a rarity that I remember where I found something. But I just found this like a month or two ago. Oh, my God. Uh, from Jason Manzoukas' What's in My Bag of All People. That's crazy. But and, anybody who wants to check it out, his whole thing is fascinating. Yeah, so. he's awesome. Uh, but let's move on to yours. This is a sequel almost to a clip yes. we've seen before. This is an artist we've featured before. This is Thundercat, who yeah. I think I featured on the grab bag, actually. Was it? It might have been the funk episode. Oh, it might have been. But it might have been a grab bag. Uh, I did show, uh, show Me the Way, which is his uh, song with Michael McDonald, Ken- Michael McDonald and yeah. Kenny Loggins. And, oh, that's right. It was both of them. It's both of them. And in that video, the whole video is about a guy dealing with the fact that he was in some like spiritual center because he didn't have any arms anymore. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happened. This is the prequel. I mean, this is what happened, how he got that Oh, way. really? Yes. So oh, when this, I said sequel, I only meant it in the sense of it's another Thundercat video. No, it is actually... This, I haven't watched it yet. This video is before that video, and this is what happened to that guy. Was this video released before that video? Yes. Did you know that before? No, I knew the song, but I didn't know the vi- that there was a video to it. So, like, This tells the story of how he lost his limbs? Yes, and it's just like, when you watch it, you're like, what? Okay. So it's a great song. It's another one of those, like... Real easy going funky uh, uh, mid tempo jams. Did you say the name of the song? It's called Them Changes. Them Changes. And you're going to see how he lost his arms. Ooh, it's super widescreen. Yeah. Let me put it in there. Okay, so right away it's got the I want to do something freaky, freaky to you sample from yeah. Nothing But a G Thing. Yes. Oh, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, it's uh, the Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers, from, yeah. Uh, uh, is it the Ice Cube one? Or today, well, Ice Cube's today was a good day. That was uh, this is footsteps in the dark. The footsteps in the dark. Now, this uh, this sounds like it, but he's not sampling. It's original music. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, that opening drum. Yeah. sounds just. You'll like you'll hear the beginning. It sounds. It once once he kicks in with the funk, you be like, oh, it does sound a little bit like footsteps in the dark, but it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, there's a couple of samurai so, sword fighting stuff. They're, and they're fighting in a garage. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're not in, like, tri- uh, the past in Japan. Yes. No. They're in an American-style garage yes. sword fighting. But because you kind of told me what this is a prequel yeah. to, I can see where this is going. Yeah, you know where it's going. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. They look cool as hell. Though. They look cool as hell. And just great fighting in it. Yeah. Samurais are awesome. Samurais are great, especially when it's done to Thundercat. Sure. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember now. This it, does have that. Yeah. 
So this is like a couple years before uh, the other video. Oh. And that's the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the same actors played as It is the same. Play. I think it is. I think they brought everyone back. That's cool. And so then it's just like, we don't know why they're fighting. We don't know what happened. And there's arms come off. How did he cut both arms off at one? Because he's a samurai warrior. So red samurai wins. Yeah. Blue samurai loses. And his arms are off and there's the Ooh. blood everywhere. Well, yeah, that would happen. But he's still alive. He's losing a lot of blood, though. <laughs> yes. And then I think here comes Thundercat. Or no, oh. no, that's not Thundercat. That's... Is that... The guy. The guy? But the, in the video, the Thundercat wasn't the guy in the, first, in the second video. Oh, so is... is no, it's not. That's not Thundercat. But is that the guy? That's the guy. And he's, he's having a flashback to when he used to play the piano. I was going to say, yeah, we didn't know yes. that. Yes, yeah. It's, it's doubly tragic that he lost his yes. job because he's a piano he's player. A, he's a piano player yeah. playing in samurai gear. Right, which is just cool. Yeah. And then he wakes up and he's like, oh my god, I dreamt that. That's Thundercat in the TV selling the samurai so swords. Thundercat's a weird dude. Yeah, yeah. But he makes great funk music. He makes great funk music. And the guy can't uh, even... You can't change the channel. You can't change the channel because he's got no arms. You need to hook the TV up to Alexa, bro. <laughs> and his wife and daughter feel bad. That's the thing. To, oh, that's so sad. They're like, honey, go change your father's TV. And she's like, ugh. Well, she sucks then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, your dad doesn't have any arms. <laughs> oh. This is so sad, but it makes the second video seem so much brighter that he learns to have acceptance. Yeah, yeah. I have now, no idea. Why does he, he has a guinea pig? Is it just like, oh, I can't even pet my guinea pig? <laughs> I can't pig. even love my guinea pig? Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand this video, and I don't... The song doesn't even really... I don't know what's happening here. Now it's guys pretending... He's just imagining sword fighters. Yes. Like they're fighting with sticks. Yeah. I'm not smart enough for this video. As I've said before, as I've quoted William Hurt in <laughs> The Big Chill, sometimes you just have to let art flow <laughs> over you. Don't be so analytical. Yeah, just accept it. Just accept that this guy with no arms... That was very sad. ...had a samurai fight. You're right, I'm glad we watched the sequel yeah, first right? because it makes this seem like, okay, this is just part one. Yes. It's Everything a lot less worked bleak out when in you the get end. the whole story. And then when you think about it, you're like, wow, the second one's even better because he's got... Michael and Kenny yeah. singing it like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You got their voices. And you're like, oh, yeah, acceptance. Although in this one, I kept wanting to hear Michael come in. <laughs> that would have been great. Partly, I guess, because I've the one Thundercat song I've heard he does, but also because they're good. They're good mix. Yeah, they were. Voice with they, Michael McDonald's they jive well together. Yeah. But yeah, so that was like, I think, yeah, like 2015. And yeah. then uh, the other one was last year. So it was like a three year difference. Uh, okay, my next video. It, this is a grab bag and not a B-Sides. But this pick was inspired by a past episode. Where we did uh, the episode about Zbigniew Rybczynski. Yes. We watched a video by a German new wave band called Propaganda. And I remember actually liking them. 
Yeah, but the the sound of that band was sort of uh, a little industrial and kind of cold. Yeah, in a very Teutonic new wave way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we both liked the video and the song. Mm-hmm. And I did a little digging into propaganda, and I found another song that was a single from the same album before P Machinery, which is the one that we watched. Mm-hmm. And so this video was not directed by Zipping New Okay. And so in that way, it's not a B-side. Yeah. But it is another propaganda video. And this song is way poppier and way better. Oh, really? And I think you're going to like it. All right, I'm excited. Yeah, it's so 80s. And it's more, to me, it has like almost a spandau ballet kind of... Well, maybe not that dreamily, yeah. but... but uh, or, or like a Human League sort of okay. vibe to it. Uh, I think you're This is Duel. By propaganda. by propaganda. I think you're going to like this one. I like this song. So, a this lot. was made after the other one? No. This before. is before. This is the second single from the same album that P Machinery was. Okay. On. P Machinery was the third single. Oh, interesting. But same and I album. Think, and I think this was the bigger hit. Okay. I had never heard of them before we did the no, Zabigny Rubchinsky. I only found the video because I was looking for more Zabigny Rubchinsky uh, examples. But because I liked it so much, I wanted to learn more about this band, and I found this, and I was like, right. oh, this is the better song. And the video itself is uh, not as remarkable, but yeah. it's still cool 80s music video. Oh, wow. A completely different sound. Yeah. Oh, my God. How is this the same band? Yeah, this is way popular. Wow. <laughs> this could not be more 80s. Right? I think they're doing like an Alice in Wonderland thing. I or... think? There's like playing cards and they're on a chessboard. Yeah, and but... they're playing different like instruments. Yeah. This, this kind of sounds like the German Human League. This sounds exactly like... And I'm, I've... Many times I've had them on a list of grab bags. Yeah. And I've never put them on. I'm going to put them on. This sounds very much like Swing Out Sister. Okay. Um, who I'll, I'll bring in and you'll be like, oh yeah, it sounds like them. Very much that English pop. Oh, wow. This makes me nostalgic, and I have never heard this song. I was going to say right at the beginning, I was like, even if you've never heard this, doesn't it sound familiar? Yes, yes, yeah, very much so. And the video too. I've never seen this video. This did not get any airplay on MTV. No, but it looks like a lot of MTV videos. I love that synth. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of hooks in this song. I love the chorus. This is great. She's great looking too. Oh my god! Yes, striking. Yeah. A lot of close-ups. A lot of close-ups of their mouths, yeah. which I don't appreciate. No, I don't need that. That's that's just off-putting. Yeah. I love how like there's a woman in the back playing the harp, and there's no harp sound in this at all. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. But it looks cool. It looks really cool. Again, it's one of those. It should be a William Hurt thing. Just let it. 
take over. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've never paid close enough attention to, like, follow the plot. Yeah. But I don't care. Is it... Oh, he's, they're being drugged? I guess. She met a guy at a bar. They've been hitting it off, but... But the, the waitress, waitress drugged, drugged their drink, both? so... So maybe they're spies? Or maybe the waitress just used to date that dude and doesn't <laughs> She's appreciate really mad. That. She's very dramatically yes. passing out in her chair in a very oh, acty way. This is Alice in Wonderland because doesn't, doesn't Alice Wonderland take a pill? Yeah. And then there's a young now girl. There's a little girl going through some doors. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. With the hands in the, wind in the wall. And that little girl's crying and you're like, she's crying for real. She's yeah. straight up scared, that actress They girl. didn't tell her what was going to happen. No. Oh, there's one in the mirror. Oh, oh wow. it is her. Yeah, it is sort of Alice in Wonderland. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, then she saw herself as an old woman. And smashed the mirror with a baby doll. Now she's in a cage and the waitress is wearing, like, bondage gear. And this is her. why the 80s ruled. Yeah, because it was just like, I don't know, do whatever. Yeah, just do some shit. It doesn't have to mean anything. We just need the video. Is the dude rescuing her? It looked like it. He's in the cage, Oh, no, too. he is rescuing her. Oh, now they're attacking the, okay. the bondage guard. And she seems fine with it. Yeah. She got. She's like, that's a fine. If you want to attack me, I don't mind. That was got like a take on me vibe. Yes. Oh, and so that's the bad guy. Well, that's the keyboardist of the band. <laughs> they must hate because he's the bad guy. And so they grab a bamboo pole. They're just fighting their way out. They're fighting it so like. I we don't know how right. to I think they are spies or something. Yeah. And they're obviously talented musicians who don't know fight choreography. No, they didn't have the budget for combat training for these guys. <laughs> Stage combat no, or whatever was, BS actors could, put on their resumes. Oh, I put that on my resume. As, uh, Did you as actually a, have co stage yeah. combat training? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, I fenced Paul. I fenced. What about horseback riding? Did no, didn't do horseback okay. Just stage combat and fencing. Okay. And look where it got me. That is great. I mean, the video's whatever, but I just thought you'd like the song. That song makes me love propaganda even more. Like, yeah. when we first heard it, I was like, oh yeah, it's an industrial song, that's good. Yeah. This is great. I figured this would be right up your alley. Oh, it's so good. And, and you had exactly the response I hoped you had, which is, I've never even heard this, but I'm nostalgic for yeah. the 80s from yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. it's so of its time. It's so of its time. Yeah, and a great pop song. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to your next Oh, Paul, do you know who Spyro Gyro is? They're one of those bands that I've, I've heard the name, but yeah. I couldn't tell you the name of a Spyro Gyro song. Um, actually, I think that's wrong. It's Spyro Gyro. Is it Spyro Gyro? Yeah. I, I thought it was Spyro Gyro. I'm trying to think because I have it in my, uh, I have, I have two Spyro Gyro albums. Okay. One is Cafe Amore. Look, and I trust you. Yeah. To know better than whatever jabroni put this into YouTube. <laughs> yeah, because type in whatever. Yeah, they it's Spirogyra. Not okay. Spirogyra. I knew I was right. Um, so so it's, it's actually Spirogyro. <laughs> it's a Greek. This actually isn't the band I was thinking of. I made no, a mistake. This is a Greek Spirogyra <laughs> cover band. <laughs> That's great. You should have watched the video before you sent it to me. Big mistake on it's my like part. Like Dread Zeppelin. The yep. The Rasta Led Zeppelin oh, cover band. I hate that band. Spiro Giro. Spiro Yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, Spiro Gyro uh, came out of the 70s. They're a very jazz fusion band. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Be very, like, like, it's one of those, we're accomplished music, jazz musicians. 
hey, that kind of smooth jazz funk thing's real big. Let's do that. Oh, because this will sell. Yes. Okay. Um. So and it's instrumental. Does um, that does that mean like their early albums were non-commercial and then they made a commercial decision or they formed to be a commercial? I band? think earlier on their stuff was a little more like experimental okay. and then like the mid seventies eighties came and like okay let's do this. What everyone was saying. Yes, exactly. Lou Reed was recording rap records. Yeah, exactly. So this is from uh, one of our favorites, Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops. Yep, from 1979. This is Morning Dance. So we're about to see... Here's the the cool thing about... Are they an instrumental band? Yes. That's good for Top of the Pops because we're not going to see any bad lips. No. Well, you're on the beginning because in the beginning you see the very tail end of the police. Okay, cool. Which is really cool. Cool. Uh, And what's the song? Morning Dance. See, he yeah, got he, it right. He said it right. Yeah. Oh yeah, get ready, Paul. Oh wow. Yeah. And just so look at these quiet, guys. Have the volume up all the way. Yeah. But, uh, it, well, it's gonna kick in. Okay. They're gonna. Oh, they're okay. gonna. They're gonna do Turn something special. Up on YouTube. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you notice what kind of bass the bass player's playing? No, it That's is that. Stingray, baby. See, Stingray. I, I, it's hard because I'm just looking at the guy's hair. Yeah, um, big. There's a lot of there's a lot of big white froze in this uh, white band. Froze, yeah. Yes, and when you say white fro, not just that he's white, he's also blonde. Yes. Yeah. So just let Ooh. this sink in. Yeah. That's smooth. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's super smooth. Yeah. Now again, this is what's your expression? Soft as baby shit. Soft as baby shit, baby. This is. Um, yeah, this is Morning Dance. This was a huge hit for them. Yeah. Actually, this crossed over. They have another song that I like called Cafe Amore. In fact, at a Don't At Me a while back, I, I said uh, Cafe Amore was better than Morning Dance. I was wrong. Morning Dance is better, guys. <laughs> Morning Dance is better. You just better. added yourself. I man. added myself. I added myself. And what I love about this video um, is the uh, bongo guy who's just fucking selling it and definitely on cocaine. I mean, that sax player selling it. Oh, yeah. This would have fit right into our sax episode. Yes. Look at that. Look at that guy. Look at the bango oh, guy. Well, first of all, he's not playing oh, Congos, the bongos. Congos. He's playing the conga drums. The conga drums. Yes. But yeah, he's got three of them, and he's okay. Not only is he wearing a, like a muscle shirt, he's wearing those wrist the sweatpants. The wrist, the wrist sweatpants. Pants, yes. He's like, I'm gonna be working out. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing a thing, man. I'm gonna get really now. My conga playing is exercise. <laughs> yes. In in the studio version. Yeah. There's the, the bongos aren't really in, or the congos aren't really in. Yeah. And this part, which is being done by a, a synthesizer, is uh, xylophones. Oh, okay. In, in the in the original, so maybe they couldn't get the xylophones on top of the pops. Well, this is more fusion-y. Now. Yeah. This is... See, it's like it's also that everyone gets it. Everyone gets a moment to shine, man. Yeah. Look at the saxophone. It's just like this is great. Yeah. He's just bopping. Yeah. And they like had. I think they still perform. I mean, these are guys that must be in their 60s now. Yeah. And they still like play probably cruise ships and stuff. And they have like at least like 15 albums or something. But yeah, I, I had no idea. Like I said, I've heard the name Spire yeah. before, but I would have guessed that they were like one of those 80s new wave bands like Split Ends. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. I had no, no idea they came I out of the 70s that yeah. jazz fusion and rode the smooth jazz wave. And I mean. 
I'd say a good like mid seventies to late eighties run of like getting stuff done. Yeah. And then just kind of then fade away. They just kind of played the smooth jazz old circuit. Here's where it gets real funky, guys. It's about to get funky. It's gonna get now. Watch the combo guy. Oh, they cut. I forgot. Oh, yes. That's where Top of the Pops fails. Yeah, they they cut too early, and that yeah. guy's just weird. But uh, yeah, not Spyro Gyro. Spyro Gyro. Spyro. Spiro Gyro. Spiro uh, all right, we got another one of oh, yours coming up next. This is another example of, I've, I've mentioned these a lot, of, hey, did this song exist or did I make it up? Sure. Something you saw on MTV yes. back in the day and before YouTube was a thing. Yeah. You just had to wonder. Yeah, and I, exactly. And you're like, yeah. I, I will never know. And then YouTube, you're like, oh, no, that is a real thing. And this is a not a great song. Uh, but a fascinating song nonetheless. This is like 1986, maybe? This okay. is Sly Fox. Let's go all the way. You shouldn't know this Sly is Fox. mystery to me. Sly Fox is not even a band. It's two guys. Yeah. It's a black guy and an Italian guy in leather suits singing the song, uh, Let's Go All the Way. Um, and they're doing it over that big like 808 drum sound you'll hear the drum beat and you're like oh this is like every so wait is this hip hop or kind of R&B it's not R&B it made the pop charts it's kind of hip hop because of the beat but they're not really rapping it's a weird song alright let's play it oh okay so yeah yeah, it already sounds like Bobby Brown yeah it's like yeah so it might yeah it's ridiculous. And okay, before I don't have an opinion on this because it just started, but I just want to make sure I get the context yeah. that you have. Is this good? Do you think this is good, or do you think it's like just weird? Weird, or both. I don't think it's good. Okay, I don't think it's good, but it got a lot of video play. Oh, it did, and it played on the radio a lot. So it's not just something you saw once, but it no, actually, this oh, played. Okay. Like I saw this a lot. I heard this is a one-hit wonder, a very forgotten one-hit wonder. Sure. Uh, But one of those things, and this was one of those, uh, like a week ago when I was talking uh, with Anne about like what we're doing on the show, I was like, do you remember Sly Fox? She's like, yeah, I know Sly Fox. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, if you know Sly Fox, Miss Cocktoo Twins, then it's a legit thing. She's listening to 4AD albums in the 80s, but she's still aware of Sly Fox. She's still aware of Sly Fox. They were big enough for half a minute. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's just a weird, like, it's just two guys. And doing this one song, there was never a second song. I never heard another second Sly Fox song. Uh, And and the Italian guy can do splits a lot. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. It's... And it's kind of a political song. Right, because the black kid and the white kid yeah. are talking to each other. Yeah, and you need to let's go all the way with something. And it's not like let's go all the way sex. No, I was going to make a snide remark about how... Now, when they say let's go all the way, <laughs> what is this song about? Yeah. Because I just assumed it was going to be yeah, sex. overt sexuality, yeah. but no. No. It's like, let's go all the way when we talk about race. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what Stop it is. Stop pulling punches. We need to yeah. get down to We the need to really do yeah. this. Yeah, that's what it is. Which is a good message. But this song blows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's just weird. Now, I also know this too because 
this was played in teen clubs a lot when I would go on Sunday nights to go to clubbing. Yeah. And uh, they played this a lot. And it's weird too because there's like guitar solos, but there's that 808 drum. They're not really it's, singing, but it's they're hard to put your finger on it for yes. sure. I will say this, and I'm not saying this ironically or sarcastically, but I'm detecting a little bit of Zbigniew Rymczynski influence oh, in parts of the That would video. be great if it was. There was already some destroying of things yep. with a big hammer. There's a lot of quick cuts. and Yeah, well, quick cuts is just... Yeah, like, but I mean that like fat, that jarring. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of the... Mem- th- I got this video because one of the members of Sly Fox posted it. This is from their channel. Okay. I can't remember which guy. Bone Cooper. Yeah. But this is very Zbigniew Rymczynski yeah, breaking slight, the stuff up yeah. with um, Anvil. Mm. And the timing is right if this is circa 86. Yeah, this is like 86. Yeah. Are they American? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were from, like, the, the the East Coast. I think he loaded the video. Because if you scroll down a bit, he'll say, This is the song I wrote and performed in 1985 oh. in 86 under the duo named Sly Fox with Michael Camacho. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy. Here we are. <coughs> See, the Hollywood Squares are living in Disneyland. In- and nuclear war. <coughs> but yeah, just uh, just one of those brief flashes of 80s that I was like, did I make that up? Is that a real thing? And this it is a, a very bit like 80s thing of let's talk about really serious topics yep. it, it, with the shallowest music possible. <laughs> yes. With, because you know what, that that drum beat's real popular now. So let's yeah, just do that yeah. drum beat. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this fully played on TV, uh, uh, fully played on the radio, played in the clubs, the teen clubs. Yeah. And uh, and I danced to it. I see the world, the kids. See. Ooh. The kids together are carrying the world. I believe the children are our future. That's what they meant. <laughs> so that was Sly Fox. <clears throat> Uh, okay, on a recent mini episode, I read a uh, letter from Uncle Mark, mm-hmm. and I mentioned that he sent us some videos. Yes, some of which, some of them didn't have anything to do with our topic, but just stuff he thought yeah uh, was cool. And I said some of this stuff is going to end up on a grab bag or a B side. Yes, I've got one for the grab bag from Uncle Mark. All right, uh, on our but this kind of came from our TV themes episode. Mm-hmm. Because remember there was that band, I wish I could remember their name, but it was those dads doing the night court theme. Yeah. And we were like, oh, I just love like regular schlubs yeah. who can play. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah. These are even schlubbier schlubs <laughs> who can play even better. Oh, wow. Doing Rick James's Give It To Me. I favorite. was hoping it was the Rick James. I was like, <laughs> I saw the title. I was like, this has got to be Rick James. I yeah. hope it's Rick James. Now, this is from a, uh, a podcast. That's a, an ongoing concern called the Band Geek Podcast. I've heard the name of Band Geek Podcast. Have you? Okay. Yes. I have not. I just got this from Uncle Mark and I had to look it up to you. I have heard the name. Podcast. Uh, so the guy who's like sort of the lead guitarist, and uh, clear to me even before that I found out it was a podcast, is sort of the leader of this crew, mm-hmm. uh, is a current member of Blue Oyster Cult. 
What? Yeah. Oh my god. He's only a couple years older than me, but he's been playing with Blue Oyster Cult for about ten years. Why? Just doing like the revival circuit and shit. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Wow. He's, he's their keyboard player, I guess. Wow. Uh so yeah, Band Geek is just him and his friends just get together and do covers and have fun. I love that. And so you'll see they're playing in his basement. They don't have their shoes on. They're all they're like socks because I guess it's a shoes off household, which yeah. dri- drives me nuts. Hey, we're a shoes off household. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, well, you're from the Midwest, so I guess that makes no, sense. No, it's because of Anne. She's Chinese, and Chinese is that also makes that's sense. That's why. Uh, I just hate feet. <laughs> I just and hate I, and I, feet. Yeah, I just hate feet. Uh, but yeah, they're just like. The, one of the dudes is like literally the bass player sitting on a couch. They're just playing in the basement. and <laughs> That's it, awesome. And they rock. Like this is such a good cover. Of oh, Give good. Maybe you'll see. Here we go. <laughs> I swear for this. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, they are just a whole bunch of dads in like, in like their man cave. Yeah. Holy shit, they're good. Is he playing a kazoo? Yup. That's fucking genius. I don't know what they've got the kazoo rigged up to to get the full trumpet sound, but for the entire, like, brass section, they've got, like, a kazoo going through a process. That's brilliant. It's awesome. I mean, they're they're tight as fuck. Yeah. Wait till the guy starts singing, man. He sounds great. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the dude who's a blue oyster cult. Okay. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dads like, let's just jam in, in my basement, man. Let's record. Give it to me, baby. We can do that. <clears throat> <laughs> I was hoping that would happen. Oh, that gets even better later. And I love the dad drummer with the baseball hat backwards and the shorts. Yeah. The, that the kazoo, kazoo is crazy, right? I mean, it sounds brilliant. They're so good. Oh my god. Now, I don't know where she is, but his wife is in the group, and I think she's doing those back. Oh, really? I wasn't sure where that came from. Yeah, this is the game. Yeah, the bass has got no socks on. Yeah. Just sitting on the couch <laughs> and yep. holding down the funk. Wow. I think this is our first Rick James. That can't be the case. I think it, it might is. be, yeah. Uh, and a, a good first Rick James. Isn't it laughing? Oh, I love them. Yeah. I gotta get into this podcast just to hear what else they do. Oh my god. 
It's just... And also happy that they did Give It To Me Baby instead of Super Freak, because I think this is yeah. the better song. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's even other songs on street songs that, that are better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, this is... This Ghetto is Life is my favorite. Ghetto Life is great. Also, you may have noticed, this goes on for 10 minutes. We're not going to yeah, watch the whole Yeah, thing. I did. I was like, where are they going with it for 10 minutes? They, they just, just jam. Like, everyone punk. gets an extended solo, <laughs> and they just jam after a certain point. Also, uh, the bass player is his uncle. He's not uh, usually... <laughs> I love that. He's not usually in Bad Geek. He just sat in for this episode. That's... But he's great. also a luthier, which means he like he builds his own guitars. I was wondering because the bass looks like a different weird bass where yeah. there's like it's chopped off. Like he made it himself. That's cool. Oh, you've never seen those headless bass? No, I've before? never seen yeah, that. Yeah, they're struck oh. through the body, and then you tune the tuners like down at the. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it? And it's still a four string. I think he might be playing a five string. Oh, I like think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Plus, you know. Nerd musicians always have five and six string bases. I don't play that. <clears throat> no. I literally are figuratively. But I'll fade it out because we don't need to watch that. That's fucking great. They're awesome. They're so good. Yeah. I mean, uh, they are better than uh, the Night Court guys. Oh, yeah. A little tighter. Yeah. A little tighter. The, the, the Night Court guys are like the hobby that these dads, they're, they're good. Yeah. But these guys are like literally. Pros. Yeah, they're literally pros. I mean, the this guys, guy builds his own instrument. That's this crazy. dude is in Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Like they're not. I mean, fucking they around. can see all these freaking guitars on the wall. Yeah, too. but honestly, this is the type of thing that makes me wish I had stuck with learning an instrument. Mm -hmm. Not like rock stardom, but the thing is just like I just want to form a band with my friends. <laughs> yeah. And jam on Saturday yes. nights like this. Just jam. We don't have to be anywhere. Just jam. Yeah. yeah. This makes me regret not learning an instrument. Yeah. Not like, ooh, I could have been famous. But like, this looks like so much fun. Yeah. I want to I wanna do that. Yeah. I want to do this thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. They're great. Uh, okay. But uh, set up your next. All right. Really I, know you, I know you know who Terminator X is. I know that Terminator X is for Public Enemy. He's the DJ for Public Enemy. And I did not know he had any solo work. He had a solo album. A whole album. Called uh, uh, Valley of the Jeep Beats. Okay. Um, what year here? Early 90s. Well, like post Fear of a Black Planet? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it was one of those things... He didn't rap. He no, it's just it, it's yeah. just he just he came up with all the music Terminator and then had, spun. Yeah, and then he spun and then he had uh rappers come in. Yeah. And um this was the single off of it that actually kind of got a little bit of play, not a ton, but it's a great song. The 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 rappers on it are a, a female duo called Bonnie and Clyde. Don't know I don't really know who they are other than this song. Wait, it's, a female duo named Bonnie and Clyde? Yes. So one of the one of the women is named Clyde. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. and they're they're fucking hard ass. Yeah. It's great. And well, if this is at the height of gangster. Yes, and the song is a great. The title is great because it's called Home. We don't play that. Is this named after the comedy yes. sketch? Okay. Yes, right. and it makes it, it. And I like that comedy sketch. It makes it even better. Yeah, you're gonna be like, wow. That you, I know you're gonna like this because it is. It hits hard. I know I've established in the past. 
uh, if not on the show, then with you, that I wasn't allowed <clears throat> to watch it live in color. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I still remember when Hobie Don't Play That was a catchphrase that yeah. everyone said. And it's great. And they, they own it. Hobie the Clown, as you were yeah. talking about, if people don't know. So there's Terminator X. Sure. Oh, yes. Terminator X in the who, Valley of the Jeepies. That's right. Who is the perfect hip-hop combination of, like, seriously intimidating, but also sort of cartoony. Yes. Yes. And silly. Because it's... Oh, it's that sound. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. that early 90s sound. And then watch that. They just go right into it. Is that Tommy Davidson? No. Yeah, don't fuck with them. Oh, yeah. And... The way she's holding the mic, like upside down, like that, I'm, yeah, it's oh, like cool. so yeah. cool. <clears throat> yeah, this has that that salt and pepper, yeah. Queen Latifah, yeah. MC Light, I need a rough neck, so yeah. early nineties. It's early nineties, yeah. And the beats are great. And then it's just terminate shots of Terminator because it's just standing there with his glasses on. Man, I'm bewildered. I have no idea Terminator X put out a yeah. solo album. And I, you talked about this is one of the reasons why I put it on. Yeah. Is I got this album. The album's pretty good. This is the this is the centerpiece. Sure. And we talked about it on the Christmas show. The kid who was doing all up for Christmas is you. Yeah. And we talked about how, like, how... You're um, dancing in public with an iPod. Yeah, and you have no idea, like, you're actually causing a commotion. Yeah. This song, that happened to me. Do it, listen to this song. It was in Chicago. It was yeah. my, like, I'd just been in Chicago, like, three months or so. I had my Walkman on walking to work. And I was listening to this song, and I was just, like, going off in my head. Yeah. And, like, two girls across the stage just started pointing at me and laughing. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit, that's you were right. Like not, not in your head too I think I was like... not in my head. I was pretending to scratch. <laughs> and so, like, I was walking along like this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they saw me and just started laughing. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in public. Whatever uh, you were enjoying your life. I was loving I was 22 yeah. and living the dream. They were just jealous because you were happy and they weren't. <laughs> That's right. I was happy listening to Bonnie and Clyde. But that's what this makes me think of every time I hear it. Yeah. It's that kind of hip-hop where, like, you snare yeah, while you're Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. fuck, yeah. And I don't know what ever happened to Bonnie and Clyde. I'd never even heard of them before. They yeah. are sort of like a, a poor man salt and pepper. Yeah, right? but yeah. But they're not bad. No, they were good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what S they ever did. I don't think Terminator X ever had another album. <laughs> Um, cause this was like right after Fear of a Black Knight, which was huge. Yeah. So I'm sure the Terminator X is like, yeah, I'm gonna have an album. And they're like, oh sure. So I assume that Chuck D produced. I think he did a lot of this, yeah, and, and the the Bomb Squad helped produce this as well. Um, I own, it's funny. I own a couple of albums from DJs, and they're like always good. For I was gonna ask, do any other hip hop DJs? DJ have Shadow. Okay. Uh, I forgot who. And then the one I remember I actually had for a while, there was this guy named DJ Hurricane, who was the DJ for the Beastie Boys in the 90s. Oh, sure, yeah. And uh, he had a, he had a uh, album, and he rapped on it. Ooh, how's uh, that? It's pretty good. Yeah. There was like a couple songs you're like, fuck, yeah. And then the rest are like, no, <laughs> bring the Beastie Boys back. 
Um, we can't so I think Terminator X was smart enough to be like, I'm just going to make the beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome, actually. Yeah, I, I figured like you would like that. It, like propaganda to you, I can't tell if I've heard this before. I think I have. But it also just sounds like hip-hop from 1992. Yeah, exactly. That maybe I've never heard it before, but it just sounds familiar anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, we'll never, never know. Okay, so uh, I just... This is this next band that I picked is my favorite new band from 2018. Okay. Uh, they're not new in 2018, but I think they formed in like 2016 or 17. They're a pretty new band uh, with one of the best band names I've ever heard. Yeah. This is a punk oh, rock yeah, band yeah, yeah, yeah. from Australia called Amel and the Sniffers. That's great. Like Amel Nitrate. Yes. Her name's Amy. Her real name's Amy. Oh, I like so that. So she's, you'll see, she's like a cross between uh, uh, Wendy O. Williams and Bon Scott with a little bit of oh Joe and Jack thrown in. This is like right up your alley. And her band are like these, uh, what's the what's the word for like chavs in Australia, like bogans or something like this? Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're like these mulleted, like dude, like, yeah. oh, they're so awesome. This is a show that they did at the Echo. Uh, a couple months ago here in LA mm-hmm. that I was at. You were at this concert yes. that's been... I, I discovered them like a couple of months before, maybe at most two months before I even, before they mm-hmm. played the show and I was just like, let me look and see if they're touring the United States. And they had an LA date. I bought a ticket I went by myself. Let's talk about that for a second because you have said you don't normally like going to live music. I don't, but I wanted to see this band. Wow. And also like... I was way in the back where... Uh, this is a rowdy show. I was in a safe spot with my back <laughs> like against a wall because I was way too old to be here. These kids were having like way too much rowdy fun. Uh, this isn't my favorite song of theirs, but this this there are other performances from this show and other shows of other songs that I like better. But mm-hmm. this was a quote-unquote hit for them, or it was a single for them. And this was also professionally shot, so it looks and sounds good. Oh, okay. Uh, but this is Amel and the Sniffers, which is just such an awesome rock and roll yeah. name, doing I'm Not a Loser. Got a good title. At the Echo a couple months ago. And you were here. Yeah. Oh, I can see why you love them. Oh, Jesus Christ. You were here when this was playing. Yeah. <clears throat> now, this dude, he used to have a mullet, but he shaved his head, except for the mullet part in the back, which oh. I don't know what you call that. I don't That's called uh, Innovative. Uh, yeah. And she... Uh, she she is... She Wendy Williams. so hard. I get into Wendy Williams' vibe. They're also so Australian. I just love that you were here for this video. I had to go, man. Like, I got super into this band last year and I was like, I need to see them. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, so you remember this happening. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> and so you were way in the back. I was just sort of posted up and hit it, you know. Yeah. Just going. I'm not trying to get into any mosh pits. Yes. Yeah. But you were in your head, you're like, holy fucking shit. Yep. That's hysterical. 
And he's wearing a Pabst Blue Ribbon t-shirt. Yeah, of course he is. I mean, if you made this grainier and not as professional looking, yeah. you could be like, oh, this is like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, no, this is this band from the 70s or 80s called. Yeah, she's Team. wearing gold LeMay, hot pants, I yes. guess, or booty shorts, black boots, and just a tight white t-shirt. Yeah. She looks awesome. Oh, man, that shave, but save for the mullet is... That's a good look. It's a commitment. Yeah. But the guitar player's hair is even better. Wow, that's band. Their fans love this band. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's really, the crowd was into this. It's really interesting because they all seem... Again, I'm not... Hot take, I'm not a punk guy. Yeah, I know. But well, I didn't think you would like this. No, but no. I'm fascinated that the, the fans were like... Happy, excited. Yeah. It didn't seem like there was an aggression. I don't know. I wasn't no, there. It smiles on everyone's yeah, face. Yeah, that's exactly right. Smiles. Yeah, it was fun. That's. Yeah. Is that the? Uh, uh, where you are in your life now is that the best punk thing you can see of like a real hardcore punk show where people are smiling and not like punishing. Each I other. feel like that's almost like a real millennial thing. Like. Oh, okay. Like I don't know. Like it's not cool to like. Mosh and get it and like fist fight on each other and be yeah. too cool for it, but yeah. like this band is really fun. Everyone's just having fun. Like, yeah, I, I like I said, I wasn't gonna. They were not shoving each other in aggressive way. Yeah. They're all pogoing and like yeah. being rowdy, but there was no one like you know throwing punches. Yeah, or, but yeah. like if you look, like one of the things that stood out for me is when she went to the audience and gave them the mic. They knew the words. They knew the words. Yeah. Everyone was smiling and there was no like grabbing, grabbing, pulling. It was all just like smiles of like, I know the words. And that I couldn't tell from where I was standing. Yeah. Like I only saw that on the video, like the way that like, oh, those those guys actually knew the words. Yeah. Put the mic down there. Oh my God. Yeah. The, yeah, that was a good show. Cool. Uh, yeah. And Amble of the Snippers, my favorite song of theirs. From, this song is a couple years old. My favorite song of 2018 was from this band, and it was called Some Mutts, and then in parentheses, Can't Be Muzzled. Some Mutts Can't Be Muzzled. Yeah. That's a good title. Yeah, that's, that's our a rules. strong title. I just couldn't find a great, good-sounding live performance yeah. of it on YouTube. Otherwise, I would have chosen that. That's a good title. But I just wanted to do Hamill and the Sniffers. That's why you should. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's your last video? My last here? video is Mr. Billy Squire. King of the Stroke. Yes, I love the Stroke. I like sure. this. Billy Squire. I enjoy immensely. Yeah, uh, not he, not my type of uh, normal type of music. I wouldn't think so, but but it, but it also doesn't surprise me that you do like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Everybody Wants You. That is a fucking jam. Yeah, and this is a notoriously famous song in video. I don't know if you know. I know Billy Squire, but I don't think I know the video for okay. Rock Me Tonight. Rock Me Tonight was his after he had those hits so he had like the stroke everybody yeah. wants you he had a couple of the big hits and they were like oh Billy Squire is going to is fucking huge yeah and he came out with Rock Me Tonight Rock Me Tonight is a, is apparently his biggest hit oh, okay biggest hugest hit he's ever had but this video ruined his career okay will it be obvious why yes okay like he's even gone on record he was interviewed like in 2014 and they're like talk about it and he's like 
the video ruined my career. Because it's embarrassing? Yes. Because it's an embarrassing video of him just... It's an embarrassing... But the song is good. Yeah. It's a good song. Very curious about what's about to happen. And remember, this is the 80s. This is 84. He's a rocker. He's He's a rock and roll guy. He's in a bed with silk sheets. Yes. So already I kind of see. Is, yeah. Are they going to try to paint him as being way sexier than he is? Yes. And then there's a, there's a lot of dancing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's putting on his linen pants. Yep. So you know the song? Vaguely. It'll, it'll kick in and you'll get it. It's, it's not my favorite song by him, but it's a good song. And this is where the dancing comes in. Is that what that is? Yeah. And it gets progressively just weirder and more embarrassing. Yeah. And this is like, he's a guitar guy. Like all his other videos is him with yeah. the guitar. Although even without seeing the whole video, probably a little strong to blame one video on his whole career going down though, because a lot of guys had bad videos. It's not no like this straight up. He didn't like have another hit after this. Yeah, like they. It's like there's been if you see it. Excuse me. Right, but sometimes pop artists <coughs> go away and you can't. Yes, but like this. I know this song. Yeah. So then this whole crazy. Oh jeez. Yeah. Because. I mean, it's unfortunate, but and obviously there are other factors. Yeah. But like, the fact that this was his—that's what ruined it. Him oh, ripping off his God, shirt. Oh no, I gotta back it up and see yeah. that again. And again, this is where the thing—he was a rocker, and people yeah. are like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Well, who before this was it? What was his audience? Was it like were chicks into Billy Squire, or was it like? Dudes. It was chicks and dudes, but he was a rocker. He was a guy right, that were right. like, he he was a guitar dude. Yeah. Uh, n- not like you know, like on the level of like a Journey or uh, a Steve Miller. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, he had rock songs, and like all this like, and he's a guy on he's a real and he's a real energetic guy on stage with a guitar. Yeah. And he looks bad. Like when you see him in videos, you see like everybody wants you the video. You're like, oh, you're cool, man. Oh, this is this is. Deeply uncool, yes. which is the problem. And that's that's how it ruined him yeah. because he was perceived as this cool rock guy. Yeah, and he did this video that's just really weird. And also the fact that again, it wasn't the song that ruined it. The song was the biggest hit. Yeah, it's the video played. The song came first. And people were like, "Oh yeah, this is a rock and roll." And he even said he apparently he, in the interview I, I listened to, he's like. I wrote this song and I knew it was going to be a huge hit. Yeah. And so they're like, we're going to do a video. And he's like, my idea for the video is like, uh, you're getting ready to go out for a night of fun. Yeah. And the director's like, I got it. (laughs) And gave him this. The whole video, it's also just, it's a lazy concept. Yeah, it really is. The whole video is him dancing around a bedroom the way that you would if you're just like home alone yeah. and rocking out to some song but like looking like a huge dork yeah and it just it, it was a bad look for him and he never had another hit after this but there's not even a B story like you know how some music yeah. videos will cut between this and yeah. then something else is going on like 
propagandas on the chessboard, but then there's this weird... There's a spy being drawn. Yeah. And then cut back to the bed. Yeah. I, kept, I kept waiting for this to cut to the other thing that's going on. No, it's just all him. It's now, just him dancing yeah. around his bed. At least he's strapping it on. Now he's going to strap it on. <clears throat> okay, there's the rest of the bed. Yeah. If so the this whole is, video had been this, he would have been fine. Yes, and this is this is what he normally does. Yeah. Um, and like you can read about it too. It's a fascinating tale of what a video can do in a bad way for your career. It's funny because this has answered the question I've always had without consciously asking it, which is whatever happened to Billy's <laughs> Squire? Billy Squire. I'm sure now he plays like revival stuff. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's, he's got enough hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you never really saw another big video of Billy uh, uh, of the Squire. You never had another like you never heard another big hit from him. No, and this may be his biggest selling hit, but it's not. His, it's not better than those. Others. No, it's not better than Stroke. No, no way. Or but the Big Beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just he's just so odd in it. Yeah. <coughs> well, Billy, you tried. <laughs> yes. I, and it go, maybe it's just one of those things of like, hey, videos are a big deal now. You but they still just... hadn't figured them out. No, yet. exactly. Yeah, because he had. A I couple... don't blame him for this. They, you yeah. know, they were figuring it out, and he and he went for it. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, because the vid- his videos before this were just him on stage. Yeah, and so now it's like, no, no, we're going to show a different side of Billy Squire. This window, nobody wanted to see that side. Yeah, <laughs> no one. Honestly, no one wanted to see that side. Um, okay, for our last video, I wanted to save this for last because... I think I know this. How could you not? Like, yeah. when I discovered this, I was angry at you for never telling me about it. Um, because I was going to save it for another time. Okay. But I'm glad you put what, it in. What time was that? I don't know. No, I don't know. So, I saw this because Katie Willard shared a tweet that she saw that went sort of viral where someone... Put you know you can only sh- show a certain amount of video yeah. in a tweet, so it was a portion of this performance. Mm-hmm. And the person who posted it was like, "How come never no one ever told me about this? Like, oh. All these artists." <clears throat> yeah, so I found the whole performance on YouTube. I'm like, "This is unbelievable." There's a video for it, so I don't know what this is. I know the video. This is a live performance at the American Music. Okay, Awards. this I don't know, but I know the video <clears throat> well. Uh, this is a group called Black Men United. Yep, which is. Possibly the superest super group I've ever seen in my life. Yes, it puts Band Aid <clears throat> to shame. Yeah, this is every R and B hitmaker yes. of the early to mid nineties yes. in one group doing a, a charity single that was also on the soundtrack to Jason's lyrics, which is a great movie. It's a movie. It's a great uh, <laughs> movie. Fucking I mean, Alan Payne and Tretch killing it. Jada Jada Pinkett. It's a great movie. I'll never not have a crush on Jada Pinkett. That was the time of like, hey, these black quote-unquote hood movies are popular. Let's make a bunch of them. Yeah. So this is them doing... uh, The song is called... uh, You You Will Will Know. And this is them doing it at the American Music Awards. But first, they're going to get introed by Queen Latifah and some white lady... Who I don't know I, at all. I don't know who that is. But I still know who she is better than she knows who any of the names she's about to read. <laughs> I on. know. Did they read it? Because I was I was going to try to name all of them. Yeah. See how many you can oh, name try to say, before yeah, we, we watch it. Yeah. 
or while, no, we, while watch we watch it. it. Oh well, no, because that's she not going to work. Because geniusly, they list every like when they introduce them, they say. Oh. And when they each get their line, they put a little Chiron up. Who's just, I don't know. Oh, okay, so can't we can't it. play our I band can't play game, game. But I, we will have them all positively. I do know Tevin Campbell, R. Kelly, Aaron Hall. R. Kelly, I think, is not there for this performance. Oh, he didn't make the He's in the video. And also, I saw online that Letty Kravitz played mm. guitar on the record. Oh, he, I didn't know that. He's But he, he's not there. He's either. not in the video. Okay. No, well, that's Let, interesting. Letty Kravitz played Wow. Uh,. There's one dude in it who I think you'll be happy. I think is the star. This just right. steals it. I can't wait. Also, do you know who wrote this song? No, I don't. D'Angelo wrote it. I did not know that. I was going to say R. Kelly. Uh, oh, look, wow. Thank God it wasn't. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, D'Angelo's still cool. This is... this is. It's even got baby-ass <laughs> Usher. It's like 1994. Yeah, young Usher. I mean, this is at a certain moment in time where old Tevin Campbell and baby yeah. Usher are in the same super group. There's a great day to be alive. Yeah. Uh, this is so awesome. I can't believe you've never even brought it up. Before. I was going to bring this up yeah. at some point. I'm glad you did it, though. She's got to be a country star. Yeah, I guess so. Queen Latifah looks amazing. Yes. I love her. I just love how, how much Queen Latifah's into it and how completely this white square lady is reading off the teleprompter. Yes, and she's just like, I'm going to nail every word perfectly. Yeah, I also want to say before I continue, there's at least one dude in Black Men United who I'd never heard of and I'd never heard of the group he's in, but he totally stands out to me as one of my favorites. Even though he only gets one line, I'm like, that dude looks cool and he sings well and I want to know more oh, cool. about him. That's fine. Oh God, I love Portrait. God. You can triangulate using the yes. list of dudes in the band, like, not just what year this came out, but like what week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what, when, what, when, at what time is Elder Barge, <laughs> Usher, D'Angelo, <laughs> and Boys to Bed all relevant yes. at the yeah. same time? And Lavert. Yeah. It's a great group. Unbelievable lineup. Uh, and it's also, it's real gospel. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah. Uh, this song is so good. Now that I hear that, and now that I know that D'Angelo wrote it, it I'm like, like yeah. And this was a little before his first album came out, or like right around it. So he hadn't dropped big yet. So that's Tevin. Tevin kicking it off. Let me see if I can do it before. I can name them all. Yeah, L. Levert. Let me do it before they come up. Yeah, go ahead, Gerald. Cleveland Zone. Wiggins. Midnight. Sure, you and I don't fly in the yeah. It's 
gonna keep doing this. Oh yeah, going back to Tevin. Oh, Tevin Campbell. He can sing. That's from um, Mink Condition, Stokely. That's the dude that I was talking about. Okay, never heard of Stokely. Hang on a second, Paul. It's all coming together. (laughs) Okay, Stokely is the lead singer of a band that I love called Mint Condition. Never heard of them either. And they are the perfect example of one of the very last actual R&B bands because they played instruments. Oh. So whenever... I'm, I was going to play fucking Mint Condition at one point too. Oh, all right. At one point, this is maybe the mi- early, mid-90s. Uh, and they're the very last... They are literally like the very last band. Yeah. Where he was the lead singer, he was the lead composer... But it was a band around him called Mid Condition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never heard of him or them, but just from this one line, I'm like, that dude's cool. And he looks, he stands out because his yeah. hair is, you know. He's great. Mid Condition is great. Should It's a should have been bigger band, but bands died out. Yeah. And the next to him is Christopher Williams. I love this song. That's D'Angelo, like a baby. Oh my God. I did not know he did that. And it's interesting too because Gerald's like the old man of the group. Yeah, he's the one I was talking about. Like he's the star of the show. Look at him. Yes, because he can wail. There's Usher. Yep. There's there's the Hall brothers from Guy. There's Albie Shore right next to him. Oh, Guy. All right. Yeah. Teddy's not there though, but Teddy didn't sing. I love this song. It's so uplifting. Yeah. I never even heard it before. Yeah. That's another. Oh, that's Sweat. Yeah. No, that's not Keith Sweat. No, no, that's after seven. That's Keith Sweat. No, wait, that's not. They had it wrong. Look how young Usher is. I know, he's like nine years old. Joe, he had a good song. Uh, I Want to Know. Do you know the song I Want to Know? I think so. You yeah. heard it. It's a big hit. I know him more, but he's the guy from that big pun. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. And then there's like boys to medicine in this group, and they don't even get like no, a line to themselves. Barely. And then they had a, there's this great group called Portrait. They were a singing group. Yeah. They had like a good song called um, Here We Go Again, and then they had a song called Honey Dip. This is a great That sounds name. familiar. Did you ever bring that to no. the show? No. I was going to bring Honey Dip. All these things I was going to bring in because of BMU. Yeah. Oh. How do you not like Jason's lyric? I mean, I haven't seen it in a long <laughs> yeah. ass time. It's not as good as the other ones, but... It's, it's not bad. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just... I wouldn't have called it a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my favorites are... Gerald Levert and they yeah. saw the shot of salt and pepper just grooving yeah. on it yeah the they're audience. just like yeah we love it yeah cause this is at like the height of Very Necessary yeah. uh, Gerald Levert I think walks away with his yes. performance yeah Tevin Campbell is unbelievable yeah and I like Stokely and it's interesting too Stokely to yeah so there you go Stokely Gerald and uh, I thought Tevin did uh, they all come out of gospel yeah uh, especially Gerald LeVert. So it's like, this is like right in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, 
There's some people in the audience who are standing up and having fun. Most everybody's just like, I don't know what this yeah. is. What is this? Who are these I, people? I'm here for the country music. Leap Lop Lurp Lop? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh, I'm glad and I'm sad because now I can't bring the video up. But I'm glad that you discovered it and we got to show uh, we can still I've still never seen the actual music video for the it. The video is literally them in the studio. Yeah. It's, there's really nothing to it. It's and R. Kelly bothered to show up for that one. He wasn't, yes. He wasn't in this. He showed up. It better. It's the it's the perfect 90s video of like, we're going to sing in the studio and then show clips of the movie and we'll put it together and there's sure, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had no idea about that. That's Black so funny. And I was talking about this with my friend Kevin today at work because I showed him the video mm-hmm. and they were like, other than Gerald LeVert, R.I.P. Yeah. I think everybody in this is still with us. Yeah, no, they all. I want. Let's get Black Men United back together. Yeah. Come on, D'Angelo, write yeah. another song for BMU. Oh, that would be great. All these guys in like their yeah, 40s. do it again. Ah, uh, just looking, just sharp and. If wailing. this is like what is this ninety three? This is like ninety three, ninety four. It's been twenty five years. Oh, Reunite, but Black Men reunited. <laughs> <laughs> yes this is too good for a one and done yeah it really is because it wasn't even an album it's just the one song on the on the I mean, with that many stars there's got to be so much ego that I don't know how you put together I don't know how they did it in the first place I don't know how they did it in the first place I feel like it'd be easier now well because they're not as high profile yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. where's Tevin where Call is Tevin up. where Call the fuck to... is Tevin Campbell like, I, like I've said before I think of Tevin Campbell as like a teen pop star yeah I like he's he shocked me when I saw this. I was like, "Oh my god, Tevin Campbell is so good!" Yeah, so good. Bring Tevin Campbell back, man. Bring BMU and Tevin Campbell yeah, back. Yeah. Oh uh, well, so I wanted to end on that. That was perfect. You, uh, you like it? Probably. Yes. But that is all for this 50th episode of Five Music Radio. If you enjoyed the show, please take a, a, a moment to write a short review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and subscribe if somehow you stumbled on this episode and aren't listening to it uh, from a subscription. Subscribe and uh, we'll put out another episode next week for you. And if you know someone who you think might like Music Raygun, tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. I'm Paul Chavinelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Until next time, see ya!